Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. The ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC! What is up, everybody? It is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, a member of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. It is another episode, episode 128, um, back to back. So we're getting back on, back in form here with, with these consecutive episodes. But, uh, yeah, we do have quite the episode for you today. We are going to have some headlines, um, Gonna talk about some Wrexham, Wrexham over here. Uh, announced players of the week. And then also give you guys some matches to look forward to this coming weekend. And wrap this show up with my closing thoughts. And it's gonna be involving sports, but not soccer. So be ready for that. Um, but yeah, I wanna give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network, Belly Up Sports. Um, always growing and such doing a lot of amazing things, a lot of great partnerships are coming there, so make sure you guys check them out. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media, so you are in the know of everything Belly Up Sports. It is not your average website. We do things differently here at Belly Up Sports because we do it better, so go ahead and shout out to Belly Up Sports. Um, great articles constantly being written, so make sure you guys go ahead and check that out, but with all that being said, man, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with this episode. We have breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. 
It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all your stubble and trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that's right face grooming doesn't need to be hard get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. So make sure you get 20% off in free shipping when you go to Manscaped.com by using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at Manscaped.com. All right, and we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. We're always posting stuff on there as well. So, And whenever we do our Players of the Week announcements, obviously we do have voting polls for you guys to go ahead and participate in, um, so, which will also affect the voting for the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. So if you want your voice to be heard, make sure you go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter once again at InsertNameFC. But before we even get to Players of the Week, let's talk about some headlines. First up is Juventus is back, sort of. And the reason why I'm saying that is because if you guys remember, there was a punishment that was going on with Juventus, a scandal involving uh, not being necessarily accurate with their accounting. Um, so some of their some of their transfers, there was certain things that were not as accurately as they depicted it to the rest of the world and because of that and they're not the only ones that were caught doing this it's just that obviously they're they're the bigger one bigger team to be have gotten caught with it but um but because of that they were issued with a 15 point deduction which was took a massive dip in where they were in the standings uh and you know obviously there was a lot of pressure going on with Juventus while they are very much performing, they're still getting results. Obviously, they're going pretty far in the Europa League right now. Um, they got a little pick-me-up this re- recently as they were were given back those 15 points. But it's only temporary because um, they reopened the case. So maybe, it come, maybe they lose 15 points a game. Maybe they don't. But as it stands right now, maybe I should just have pulled that up. But... In the Serie A, which obviously last episode we were looking at at the standings of all the leagues, and Serie A was one of those. And if you guys remember, uh, we were talking about how uh, Juventus was actually trying to get a European competition spot. Well, now Juventus currently stands at third place um, in the standings, so they are now above Roma, which now impacts a lot, <coughs> has impacted a lot because now in sixth place you have Inter Inter Milan. That's fighting for an Europa Conference League spot. AC Milan that's in a Europa spot. And then you have Roma, Juventus, Lazio, and Napoli. But also to mention, with Juventus now bumped up, they currently have 59 points, which is only 3 points behind Lazio. So they actually have a chance to jump over Lazio and secure a second place spot. Obviously, all bearing if the decision that happens in the, the reopening of this case doesn't make it more severe or maybe it shrinks it. So right now, yeah, they got their 15 points back. Um, they're currently in top four. They're in a position where they can go to Champions League. 
but obviously it that's all it's only a temporary thing so we don't know what it could ha- it could get better it could get worse we don't know what is going to happen now that the case has been reopened but clearly they saw something that they needed to reopen this case and um we'll see if that benefits Juventus or it doesn't in the ne- in the in the near future so that is what's going on with Juventus if you guys don't know um next headline is USA making some some hirings and they have now officially hired a sporting director but it will be at the end of the season because he's currently employed and that is Matt Crocker Matt Crocker is currently the director of football operations at Southampton which take that for a grain of salt because if you guys have been keeping up with the Premier Leagues well if you guys remember from last episode um Southampton what is in a relegation spot so I don't know if I would really want to hire anybody from there but from what I from what I was like reading up about this Matt Crocker guy so along with obviously being the director of football operations uh bet- between the years 2006 and 2013 he was actually the academy's manager which um you know some names around that time you could think of is like Gareth Bale, Ax Oxlade Chamberlain, Luke Shaw, James Ward-Prowse just to name a few um, I mean, I don't think anybody has to tell you about Southampton and their academy. I mean, there's a lot of players that now are out there playing professionally. Uh, well, I mean, not only playing professionally, but are, have gone to bigger and better places from Southampton. Um, that, that, so that is not something to shock. It was not like crazy, but it's just something to bring up. Obviously, they were able to stay in the Premier League for, for many years. Not so much this season, but, um, you know. To be able to continue to push out talent from their academy and, you know, lose so much players from their academy and still be able to stay afloat in the Premier League, obviously bearing this this season, um, is, is something commendable. But it's a little different. Um, the thing is, is like a lot of people don't like this decision because obviously it's, uh, I guess... Uh, personally, I really don't know the issue here, because um, I don't. I really don't. I, I think mainly because I would have wanted some, maybe someone that has a little bit more of a successful club background, uh, especially not mentioning so, a, a club that's like in relegation. But you know what? I've been proven wrong before. Aaron Ramsdale, who you know was part of a relegated Sheffield United, is now the starting goalkeeper, a very good starting goalkeeper for Arsenal. So I mean. Hey, maybe this guy is just trying to leave his sinking ship and can see an opportunity with the U.S. men's national team. Um, I think I think it's 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 way way too early to cast judgment on him uh, for anything. I mean, yes, his his background is his background, and I think that is something that we need to take into consideration. But uh, well, we just gotta see what exactly is he planning on implementing with the U.S. team. And I mean, obviously, one of the things that I've said many a times now about the, about the USA. The U.S. Men's National Team, especially when we're talking about this, uh, this window, this window that we have with the 2026 FIFA World Cup being here in the U.S., is is the fact that like we just can't miss. We cannot miss in this one. And I'm not saying that we're gonna win the World Cup. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying is that this isn't a prime opportunity to gain fandom, to gain people to love soccer in the U.S. And, and we really don't want to fuck this up. So this is a a, a step of. Where we're gonna see what what we're gonna see from the U.S. men's national, team, U.S. soccer as a whole, but U.S. men's national team. What is the identity of this club? 
because now you have your sporting director and now his job is going to be to hire a coach. So we're going to find out right away as soon as depending on what he was to hire cuz I'm I'm assuming that this guy is now going to be leading the charge in the coach search um and, and what exactly the identity of this club is, what is the methodology, all those things that people want to hear. This is now this man's responsibility. So we're going to find out real quick like what exactly are we getting from this guy? Um the fact that he comes from a club that does emphasize more towards the youth um youth development what does that mean for us as far as you know our youth systems our U20s all that like what does this dictate what is the direction that the US is going with here from this hiring we won't know till we start seeing it happen so i will hold judgment cuz uh as far as sporting directors i really don't know how to criticize a sporting director so that's kind of the reason why but I will start criticizing it once I start seeing what is being followed with, like who is the coach that gets brought in, because it will be him leading the charge of hiring the coach. So, like for me, that is more so telling of what I'm going to find out about the sporting director is who he who he brings in to lead the U.S. men's national team, and obviously it's going to be dictated because how we're going to see this summer with the Nations League and the Gold Cup, and and also the the Olympics this year, I think. I don't know. No, it's not. It's not this year. It's next year. But, but yeah. So there is a lot of things that we're gonna start learning about the sporting director and what direction we're going to see the U.S. men's national team go. Um, so, I I wouldn't say I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously. I'm cautiously neutral right now. I don't know if I should like this move or not. I don't know if I should hate this move. So I don't. I'm really, I'm really just like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 the thing, I, like I said, the things that I do like about Southampton is how they, how well they work with youth. Maybe, I, well, I, obviously, I don't keep up with Southampton like that because I, I could give two shits about them. But one thing I do know about Southampton that they do end up having a lot of, a lot of, you know, academy, a lot of young players leave their club for, greener you know for greener pastures so i mean they clearly were able to like i said they were able to lose a lot of promising talent but still managed to stay afloat in the premier league obviously not this year but it's just something to notice and i just think that that's one thing i the one thing if from if they take that philosophy which i mean that's it doesn't apply for for a men's national team because you know obviously you're not you're not gonna sell players but i mean if the youth development improves from uh, uh from matt crocker then i think that that's something to acknowledge because youth development i think is something that should be very put should put should be very put should be should be put at a high priority is what i'm saying I, I don't know why the hell it took me forever to get those words out but that's where we are but so right now i'm cautiously neutral and we'll see what happens with with, with sir matt crocker all right, now the big bulk of this of this episode, which is going to be Wrexham. Wrexham, if you guys remember, Wrexham is the is the football club from Wales that uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McInerney, uh bought. And you know, it, I guess before we get there, before we talk about those, uh, before Wrexham, uh, Rob McInerney, if you guys aren't familiar with, is a uh, was on 
the well probably more well known for is for it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which is a show that I know some people like, some people don't like. Uh, if you guys don't understand the concept of sun, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, the, the, essentially the show is about two people, the four people that are literally the worst people in the world. Uh, like that's and that's kind of the reason why some people don't really like Always Sunny because the characters are very unlikable, which is the point of the show is that the characters are very unlikable. But that's where how Rob McAnally is known for, and obviously Ryan Reynolds, you know, <laughs> Van Wilder, Deadpool, uh, the list goes, the Green Lantern, some, some may want to forget, including Ryan Reynolds, but obviously Ryan Reynolds is just, you know, movie star, comedian, action, all of that, just the, the entire package, um, to some women might be considered the entire package, uh, but obviously huge major movie star, and then you have Rob McElhaney, who's, uh, a TV star, but you know, obviously, uh, you know, they, Rob McElhaney was interested in ownership of a professional sports team. Um, was doing his research and then discovered Wrexham. Uh, discovered Wrexham, was very intrigued by Wrexham, and so him and was able to get Ryan Reynolds. Still don't know where that relationship comes from, but they were able to team up and went and bought Wrexham. Um, to start their their journey in ownership of a professional soccer club in Europe. And so Wrexham, if you guys know, fall under the system uh, of like England, the English Premier League system, which obviously the hierarchy. And so at when they where they were at, they were currently in the fifth division in that system. So basically they were in the in the in the league bef- underneath, which will be considered the EFL, the English Football League, which obviously that's League Two, League One, the Championship, and then obviously the Premier League would follow right after. And so that's where they where they bought. The, the, I guess that's why it was a little bit maybe it was cheaper that, to go that route, but essentially versus buying just automatically a Premier League team. But with that decision, they went in and. The goal is pretty simple, that they want Wrexham to get to the Premier League. That is clearly their goal, is to get this club up there. And they have now completed the first phase of their journey. Um, I mean, you, you have to say they, one, they clearly have invested into this club. Um, not only not only because of their brands alone, what they were able to bring, which is massive followership, um, sponsorship deals that probably Wrexham never thought was possible, you know, getting sponsored by TikTok and, and, and other, other brands because of just, just because of the network that guys, that these two, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney has. Um, so that was a big boost for, for Wrexham. But you can tell Ryan, and then obviously they, they had that documentary, uh, the docuseries, Welcome to Wrexham, uh, which you, which added another layer to it, which, yes, it it gained more views of, of Wrexham, but I think it, it it's like, it brought us more closer to the community that's in Wrexham, you know, the community. And I think that's one of the most really important things that people don't really think about when you're talking about buying a club. And, and I mean, yes, MLS clubs and all that, but more so a European club, because in... in in U.S. sports, obviously, in U.S., you know, like, for instance, 
I even though I do love the Houston Dynamo, I'm a Real Madrid fan. Like Real Madrid is my club. I have never lived in Madrid. I really have the only reason why I I, I became a Real Madrid fan is because uh, not Cristiano Ronaldo, because of Fat Ronaldo, being my favorite one of my favorite players growing up watching, and then I found out that he played played for Real Madrid. So I was like, that's my club, and um and this is also me not knowing that you know Ronaldo played for Barcelona. So who would have thought? Maybe if I was a fan sooner of Ronaldo, I could have been a Barcelona fan at some point in the world. But thank God that didn't happen. But uh, but that's kind of the point. Like the fandom in Europe is so different versus the fandom in America. I mean, maybe you could say that's more similar to like NFL and, and NBA. Like, but even so, like more so. Uh, that's that's also not really the case because, like for instance, even though I'm from Houston and I'm proud to be from Houston. Um, and I love the Houston Astros and the Houston Texans and the Houston Dynamo. I'm not a Rockets fan. I actually support the Los Angeles Lakers. Like that's the basketball team I like. I like rooting for. So, and th- there's a lot of people that. But obviously, I have a connection sort of to LA, which is that I was born in LA, and then at 11 months, 11 months old, I moved here to Houston and I grew up in Houston. But I always had an affiliation to the Lakers because a lot of my family were Lakers fans. So I stuck with the Lakers, but, uh, with baseball and all that, I stuck with the Astros, but, but like kind of, so like your community, so like there is people that grew up, that grew up in the city and they root for all, all the teams in that city. Um, but then you have people like there's people that live in Houston that have no connection to the city of Los Angeles, but are Lakers fans have no connection to the city of New York, but are Yankees fans. Uh, and I'm sure that that's even similar to like all across the across the U.S. Like people that are just not from these local these these markets, but are fans of those markets. And, and so that's what I'm trying to say is the difference. With whereas in Europe, you have people. There's multiple teams in Manchester, and, and it's not just Manchester City and Manchester United. Like there's people that are fans. Okay, that's a little hard for me to explain. Um, I'll, I'll stick with, with London. Like, there's Arsenal fans, there's Chelsea fans, there's Tottenham fans, but then there's also Fulham fans. There's also, you know, there's multiple teams in one city, and there's people that, and then there's teams that people that, that are loyal to their, like, they don't root any, for any other club. They don't like any other club. They just root for that club, and it's the local club. Like, even the lower, like, the lower league clubs, like, low, I'm a fan of Oxford, I'm a fan of, of, uh, Birmingham, you know, all those things, like, and they're loyal to the club, because that's where they grew up, that's their community, and I think that's what we learned about Wrexham, we learned about the community of Wrexham, which I think is one of the things that I, I feel personally that I could say about, not personally, but the, that I feel from what I gather from the, the document, docuseries Welcome to Wrexham, is that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney did a really good job by connecting with the community, finding ways to build that relationship with the club and the community, always trying to get the community involved, doing Q and A's, like doing those sort of things to, to let the, the fans know that they are a part of this community. And I think that's something that, that I think people maybe not may miss out a little bit on, but like seeing that obviously invested on making sure getting a good coach, to to lead the, their their regime into into where they wanted to go, invested in players like like Paul Mullen, uh, got Ben Foster to come to Wrexham, but 
and and I think that that's some important things. Like they they are not afraid to go after and get players. And like I said, all that including having I'm sure these people from Wrexham never would have imagined the falling that that would come after with Rob McElhinney. Now you got Will Ferrell going to Wrexham games. You got Paul Rudd going to to Wrexham games. Like it's just the following and the support. You had David Beckham showing love to Ryan and Rob for winning for winning the league and getting promoted to league two. So this is it's it's monumental. It's huge. And uh, it's a huge milestone for 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 Rob and Ryan because, you know, uh this is this is the f- completely the first phase of what they're trying to do, which is getting this club into the Premier League and it's going to be a very satisfying moment. Last year, the, the season before which we all got to watch because of the the docu series, um you were able to see that how how passionate they felt about losing the 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 FA trophy and and losing um missing out on promotion just barely missing out on promotion and so you could see the passion in them they care about it i think that they now now that and is it, obviously at that point they were just learning now they 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 gathered a more understanding of it um and you know now they're on to league 2 and i think that's that's really cool um obviously the job's not done they got more work to do more more players to go after um, cause you're, you're, it's going to be a lot of work. So I'm sure they're very excited. Uh, I'm very, I'm not a Rexham fan. I'm not going to tell you how that I'm a Rexham fan, but I have been enjoying the journey of Rexham just because one, the name is fucking cool. And this is the fact that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhoney just are the owners. <laughs> it is just so interesting dynamic for me, but it's really cool. Um, and I, 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 I would, I'm going to enjoy the ride of Rexham just, because of that, I love the story behind all of this, and I'm sure the people of Wrexham are loving every minute. Man, I'm sure there's some people that don't like them, but I think right now they got promoted. They're on to the next, the next step, which is League Two. Um, we'll see where the growing pains are there. I'm sure we're gonna have a great season of Welcome to Wrexham with this promotion, and I can't wait to watch it and and see everything unfold uh, behind the scenes. So, so there is that, but. All right, man, that is headlines. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with Players of the Week and games to watch. Hey, everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Alright guys, Players of the Week is brought to you by In The Clutch. In The Clutch is a clothing apparel that is, one, super comfortable. It passes the fat boy test according to Kelsey Coyne of High Low Sports. Shout out to him. But these shirts, amazing designs. I love them. They are all partnered with the players associations of Major League Soccer, National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, and so many, so many others. Great designs. I love them. Um, one of my favorite shirts that I have currently from In The Clutch is It's Called Soccer, um, which was obviously in, in honor of USA drawing against England. But I also have, I have a Jeremy Pena shirt that I really love and also a Kyle Tucker shirt. 
just amazing this out and a football is life shirt because now i've now that i've watched ted lasso i get the reference but great shirts great designs i love them amazing company shout out to in the clutch if you guys go to in right now if you use the code insert name at checkout you will save yourself 10 percent off your entire purchase that is correct 10 percent off when you use the code insert name at checkout so shout out again to uh in the clutch amazing shirts highly recommend them Players of the Week, Edwards Player of the Week is Yusuf N. Neri, who scored two goals in Sevilla's 3-2 win against Manchester United. He also scored a, a goal this past weekend. I forgot who they were playing against, but so three goals in, in, in a week. Not bad for himself, so shout out to Yusuf. And my Player of the Week is Rafael Leao, who scored two goals in AC Milan's 2-0 win against Lecce. So congratulations to Yusuf N. Neri. And Rafael Leao for being our players of the week. If you guys go to Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc, you will find a poll underneath the post on Twitter. So when you go, when you see the Twitter post, uh, at insertnamefc and you see the, our players of the week post in the subtweet, you will see the, the poll so you can go ahead and vote for your player of the week. And if you go on Instagram and Twitter, I mean on Instagram, my bad, on Instagram, it will be on our, on our stories. You can go ahead and vote. For your player of the week, which will go into the ballots for the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. So thank you again. And once again, thank you to In the Clutch. Save yourself 10% when you use the code insert name at checkout. Alright, games to watch this weekend. This weekend we have the Dutch KMVB Becker final, which is Ajax versus PSV. So a very big matchup, big at stakes. There's a trophy involved. So make sure you guys go ahead and take a look at that one. In the MLS, we got Orlando City SC taking on the LA Galaxy, where the LA Galaxy finally had a game where they looked like a soccer team. So can they lead up? Can they continue on and and keep doing damage like they've been doing? Well, actually, can they finally be a consistent team? Um, and was last week's performance uh a, something that we're expecting to see from here on out, or was that just a one-time thing? So we'll find out. In Liga Mekis, I think you should guys keep a really good eye on Liga Mekis uh, this weekend because it is decision day. It is the last day of the regular season. Next next week, they're going to go into their playoffs, which I will be very excited about previewing. But um, we, we do have some games. The game that I would like to point out is Atletico San Luis taking on Atlas. Atletico San Luis still in the outside of that reclassification bubble. Definitely would love to. Get in there, so a win against Atlas, who is trying to con- stay in the playoff, <laughs> in the reclassification spot. So there is a lot of stake, but make sure you guys watch all those matches. It's going to be quite the spectacle over there in Liga Mekis as they're going into decision day. In League One, we got Marcial taking on AJ Oxide. Marcial coming off of a big win against Olympic Leon, and we'd like to continue their form to continue to improve in their position in League One. In the Bundesliga, we got RB Leipzig taking on Hoffenheim. Um, so a really good matchup in my opinion. And then in Serie A, we got Roma taking on AC Milan. Now that Juventus is now in the top four, AC Milan has a lot of work to do as well as Roma to stay afloat and compete either to maintain their Champions League spot if you're Roma or if you're AC Milan, try to get into a Champions League spot. So now, especially with, like I said, the 15 points, Getting given back to Juventus, there's a lot more at stake now. 
with drama in the Serie A. In La Liga, we got Real Valladolid taking out Atletico Madrid, who took a, a loss against Barcelona this past week, the weekend before. They need a bounce back. Um, so, and also, if you guys want to know about the, the senior best standing, Spencer is in last place. Edward has been able to jump over him, though Spencer does have a match involving Manchester City and Arsenal that could probably help him out a little bit. But we'll see how, how that gets there because we're kind of near the end of the singing bet as well. And, um, in the last game, it, last game from the English Premier League, we got Liverpool taking on Tottenham. Um, Tottenham completely and utterly embarrassed by Newcastle United. I loved every minute of it, but, uh, we'll see how, how it goes as, as they got to go up against Liverpool and trying to bounce back from such an embarrassing performance, uh, this past week. But that is the game to watch. All right, guys. So my closing thoughts, my closing thoughts is brought to you by Canadips. What are Canadips? Canadips is a great tasting, superior alternative to the traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. All flavor, no tobacco, no nicotine pouches that are spit-free. Comes in five core flavors, wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. It is crafted and manufactured in Humboldt County, California, the heart of the cannabis industry. So why does all this matter? Well, traditional dip is a hassle. It's addictive and messy. It is also over 100 years old. I agree. As someone that has dipped, it is a very, very messy situation. Other alternatives just aren't good enough for guys today. They are either still addictive, still messy, or taste terrible. I agree 100%. Canada CBD is the new evolution in dip, allowing guys to enjoy great, long-lasting tastes without the downsides. No more lightheadedness, no more dizziness, no more urge of puking. Yes, that's right. When you, especially if it's your first time dipping, puking does happen. What's the secret? Well, Canada uses a hundred percent American-grown hemp combined with a water dispersible technology, so it absorbs rapidly. They also have developed a way to deliver CBD through the mouth that no one else has so that you can actually enjoy it. And because they use a coconut fiber and all other natural ingredients in a formulation of a non-synthetic flavoring, no, no synthetic flavorings or other crap like that. So you can go to CanadaDipsCBD.com. It's open 24-7. And you can go ahead and shop right there. If you use the code BELLYUP, you will save yourself 20% off on your purchase. Once again, go to CanadaDipCBD.com. Use the code BELLYUP. Save yourself 20% off your purchase. All right. So my closing thoughts, obviously, it is a big week in American sports, and that is the NFL draft. It is the one time of the year where everybody goes bananas on the prospect of a, of having some young promising stars into your team. So, if you guys know, I, I, at this point you should all know, I am from the city of Houston. I am a Houston Texans fan, unfortunately. And there is a lot of optimism this year going into the NFL draft because of a lot of young, nice quarterbacks that are coming out. Um, but there's a pressure every year that everyone there's there's a can't miss draft pick there's a once in a lifetime type of draft pick and uh, this year i'm not going to lie to you 
there's, I mean, one, I haven't really been keeping up with football, but as far as if, since I am a Texans fan, I will honestly tell you, man, like the need is obviously a quarterback. I don't want another year of Davis Mills. I'm just going to say that right now. But the, the thing is with me it is going to be the fact that there is these quarterbacks that are, you can say all that you want about what you think is going to happen. You know, blah, 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 blase, 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 all that bullshit. All that aside, the thing is, we don't know what these guys are going to be until they go out onto the field. But there is still, that's the, so it is, it is a definitely like a yin and yang thing that comes on with the NFL draft. Whereas there's the hope that this guy is going to be a home run and is going to be that star athlete that everyone thinks he's going to be. Kind of similar to a, try to think of a number one pick that actually panned out over the years. Um, oh my God. Um, recently who, well, okay. But you you know, you, you hope to have maybe the early successes of a Cam Newton and maybe the longevity of, of a, well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes wasn't the number, wasn't the number one pick, but he was a first round pick. So like, you know, and, and that's proof. Like sometimes it's not the the number one pick isn't going to be the guaranteed top guy, but sometimes, but do you do find those players that become those game changers? You know, who would have thought Tom Brady being a six-round pick was going to become the GOAT? No one thought that. And so that's the reason why he was such a high draft pick. But it is the uh, the excitement, the allure of the possibility of this one player changing the dynamic of the game. Um, and, and obviously, when you think of these quarterbacks, I mean, that's the position that everybody cares about in American football. You have guys like Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, surprisingly. Uh yeah, there you know uh Anthony Richardson a lot of exciting names that you really are hoping to see uh maybe be quarterback of your team um there's also you know some exciting players like a Will Anderson Jr or a a Tyree Wilson or a Devin Witherspoon or a Christian Gonzalez like you know Nolan Smith and the names go on and on that you hope that Jalen Carter is guys that you think could instantly change the game uh, for them. Me personally, I hope the Texans just get somebody that's not going to fuck up too much. That's not going to make me regret myself uh, for a long time. Uh, but I think, I think it's, it's just this, there's there, it's just the excitement overall. Um, but I think uh, if, if you ask me as a Texans fan, I, 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 I'll say this: the one thing about Bryce Young that scares the living shit out of me is that he's just small. He's just he's just really small. But I see what he does in Alabama. Same thing with C.J. Stroud. Not that he's small; he's just big. But I don't know. It's something about Ohio State quarterbacks it never sits well with me. But I just there's the thing is though there's there's really no right or wrong until they go out and play, and then you find out whether you were right or wrong. Um. I don't know if there's like a real home run hitter in this draft, but I'm just excited to see it. Um, obviously, you guys aren't gonna wa- aren't gonna listen to me for my NFL knowledge because very little bit. But if you guys do want coverage of the NFL draft, make sure you guys go ahead and check out the Belly Up Sport Belly Up Sports Belly Up Sports. Check up their website BellyUpSports.com. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Sports. Follow their their the media side as well of Belly Up with at Billy of Media on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so you can be in the know of the draft and all that's coming in sports as well. Cause obviously we also have the NBA playoffs kicking off. 
well, been kicking off, but the NBA playoffs is going on. It's still early in it, but might be my closing thoughts for next episode. But be, just be excited. The NFL draft, especially if you're an American sports fan, or maybe you're not an American sports fan, but you're intrigued by the NFL. You might as well check out the NFL draft and see the spectacle that it comes with it with being in the NFL draft. It's, it is a very exciting experience. I, I do recommend you guys watch it. It's, it's very, it's very interesting how that works out. But once again, Shout out to Belly Up Sports, man. Go ahead and check them out. BellyUpSports.com. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at BellyUpMedia and at BellyUpSports. Not your average website. Also, shout out to Roosevelt Spencer. He is the beat maker for the intro and outro of the episodes. Normally, he edits these episodes, but lately I've been having to do it just because of my schedule being so hectic. So we'll go make sure you go do that. If you guys like the beats, man, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. At T H A T G U I. D-O-P-E. That guy dope. So make sure you guys hit him up if you guys need some beat work done for sure. But that is episode 128. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us next week for episode 129. Take care, guys. Yeah.